Good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Courtney here with Stars of the Morning Light. This is my Saturday, normally a check-in moment where I read a Mr. Rogers quote. And honestly, I haven't even looked <laughs> to see if he has one um, that I could fit into this message. This is going to be a much longer message than normal. I began the podcast of morning meditations um, in hopes that those who were having a difficult time, who wanted and chose to just give themselves a few moments to breathe, um, that the podcast would be there for them. And that is still the, the purpose of the podcast. Um, but lately, it's kind of been put on my heart to expand, to, um, I guess, educate a little bit um, of what I know to be of truth. Um, and so it's, it's of what I, my authentic self speaking and what I teach in courses and, um, to maybe put out there deeper meditations that I usually do with, um, within a classroom setting. I believe it's good timing right now. Um, this weekend, I did not post anything yesterday, um, which I realized I actually, the last post that I did, I accidentally said it was day five when it was day four, but that's where my mind was, so that's fine. Um, this weekend, um, beginning at the Wolf Moon on Thursday night, was was and is first a weekend of a, a day um for me um i spend a lot of my time truly trying to love on people um and i have learned in my years here that um i know where my my kind of brink is where i need to pull back and take respite for myself and put my body back together, my the whole pyramid of myself, my physical, my emotional, and my spiritual. Um, and that's what I set out to do uh, yesterday on Friday, starting Thursday night. And um, But today is to then privately just send my love out to, to people. Um, maybe not a one-on-one -on -one basis. Um, and this will all, um, come to a beautiful ending on Sunday when we're having a nice Reiki share here at the house, um, that I'm looking forward to. That we will also, as a group, be sending love out to the world. Um, 
today's message, like I said, it's it's actually much longer <laughs> than I normally do. And um, I don't know if this will be a pattern that continues. I don't know if um, I haven't really looked too much into it yet as if I need to start teaching more via the Saturday um, podcast or not. Um, I will say January. I'm very happy that January is coming to a close. Um, January kicked my butt. I I am not going to deny it or <laughs> try to say that I was okay through January. Um, some of you that listen might also be into astrology and what was going on planetarily wise. And I apologize, I will tell you, I'm not sure if I'm going to be putting music to this podcast yet or not. So I can't control all the sounds in the world. The truck's trying to get up the hill um, at my house or my dog tends to start snoring <laughs> when I'm recording. Um, my husband might drop something in the garage. Who knows what could happen? Um, so I'm apologizing now for that. Um, Astrology-wise, uh, January, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and as a lot of people spoke about, Base, you know the the fixed signs. Um, they every a lot of people would say like, oh, they're getting their butts kicked, or they're, you know, they're just getting plummeted, or you know, they're. Um, it was it was very hard. I um, probably none of you know, I am a Leo with a Scorpio moon and Scorpio rising. So they are my fixed signs all over the place. And it was, I I did feel for weeks, even if I was, my vibrations were up, I'm in love. I'm, um, it just felt like I was, uh, yeah, pretty much getting beat up for no apparent reason all over the place. <laughs> what it, That's what it felt like. And of course, there's reasons and um, that are personal for for me and other fixed signs out there. Um, I'm just saying, I, I don't know if I <laughs> ever experienced that much. And also, I never experienced um, the Scorpio aspect of me. Um, Scorpio moon and Scorpio rising. I, I, let's say the Leo normally keeps that Scorpio in check. And it seemed that <laughs> all of January, I was nothing but Scorpio. And so I, uh, as a Leo, I felt very untethered. And it was so much emotions and so many thoughts. And I felt like I couldn't um, focus on how I wanted to organize and plan things and put everything in its place like Leo's like and have a routine and schedule. I just felt so untethered, which is not a comfortable place for me. So um, on top of there were a lot of things that happened in my personal life outside of my little bubble that I attended to. And um, so it was just, it was a lot. So this weekend, I 
I'm getting back to the basics and I'm getting back to myself, which is very nice. Now this message does somewhat revolve around that. Last Saturday, because we had come out of the two weeks of fundamentals of meditation. And last Saturday I was talking about how to get your vibrations up and how to sustain your vibration. And I referred to um, how, you know, many people will either use the word frequencies or vibrations, um, how I see it um, scientifically wise and also just um, terms. I see it as that internally we have a frequency and you know your frequency can can change it's kind of like a like the dial of a radio yes i did just say radio i kind of dated myself but it's like a dial on a radio you know or the volume on your phone whatever you use that you know you can turn it up and you can turn it down that's how it works and when we get our frequency our internal frequency high and we're turning up that dial, then what goes out into the world is our vibration. And same as like on a radio, you know, you you turn your frequency down, barely anybody can hear it. It's not going out to the universe. It's low. We're we're down in the dumps. We're 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 Hopefully we're where we need to be in that moment, but we do not stay there. And same as if you turn that that volume up, if you turn your frequency up, it will be loud. It's going to vibrate. It's going to, your vibrations will go out to those that you're around, to your surroundings, out to the universe. Um, so when a lot of people talk about, you know, manifesting and matching your frequency with what you desire. Um, I hope that we desire something of higher frequency, of love, that can serve not just us, but others. Um, But I touched on, that was last week, um, Meditation 101 uh, Part 3. So if you want to go back and listen to that, that's that's fine. Um, during that, I brought up uh, higher consciousness. Um, and I said that maybe I'll talk about that today, presently. And that is what I'm going to talk about. But in a way that... In a way that... I, I Here's the thing. Things can be very simple. Us beautiful humans, we like to complicate the heck out of stuff. And I believe higher consciousness can be, you can start very simple and it can expand on itself. But I think the more we start to expand upon developing a higher consciousness, we also then can lose the point. And so I'm going to try to break a lot down and continuously remind us to keep it very simple. 
Because here's the thing, nor most stuff in this world, most spiritual progress, you know, will go down that rabbit hole to end up realizing, wow, it's actually very simple. But it's very hard to keep things simple. We are, we're all um, spiritual beings living this human experience. And like I said, us humans, the human about us, pretty much can complicate anything. Um, so I'm going to break some stuff down about higher consciousness. Um, and yes, to really, really, truly develop techniques and skills of whatever you would like out of having a higher consciousness, that does come with your internal frequency. Um, it doesn't matter if it's um, whatever people associate with higher consciousness, psychic abilities, manifestation, uh, it... It, it all comes from turning that dial on your radio up, um, connecting to a higher source. Um, and that could be your higher self, um, which your higher self, I do want to say, your higher self could just be your older self also. Um, I tend to talk to... Um, myself, when I'm in a permit, when I'm in a meditative state, my, the higher self that I talk to most frequently is 68 years old. It is me as a 68 year old. And I'm going, Hey, what did, did we ever get out of this? <laughs> what, or did we ever change this? Or did we, you know, how did we go about it? Or what, you know, that is a higher self. Do you see what I'm saying? There's many different variations of higher self. Um, and a lot of people tend to, if they start practicing in that realm, I do have to say that they're, a lot of times they're not actually talking to their higher self. They're talking to a self of a different dimension. And just because they know different stuff, because they're in a different dimension, we perceive them as higher. That's not always the case. They are equal to us, just in a different dimension. So therefore, they have had different experiences. They know different things. That does not necessarily mean that they are higher, that they are of a higher vibration. They are of, um, in a different um, frequency. So I just want to clarify that. That was a little footnote that I did not have written down. <laughs> um, so there you go. Um, higher consciousness, where, where, where to start to keep it very simple um, is very much we, we, like I said, we're humans having a human experience. We're celestial, we're, well, some of us are celestial beings having a human experience. Many of us are spiritual beings having a human experience. Um, that celestial stuff, those are for, that's for my star seeds out there. Um, 
where you can begin is just acknowledging that there's a whole lot going on outside of your personal bubble. That's where that's where it all has to start. And I know all of you are saying, oh, I got that. You know, I watched the news. There's so much this going on, so much that going on, so much this going on. Ah, that is still a part of your personal bubble. That is not maybe you recognizing the 80-year-old person down the street that you might need to knock on the door and say, hey, how are you doing? Your friend that appears to be going through a lot but not talking about it. Outside of our personal bubble, what goes on inside of our house, what goes on on the TV, what plays in our head, that is our personal bubble. Looking outside of that. So I will say many of us are there. Many of us are already there which is beautiful, wonderful, great. So therefore, you're, you've already touched on the first, uh, you know, rung or first step of ha- beginning to have a higher consciousness. Because I believe most of you that are listening do understand and recognize that we lived... We lived a whole lot of... um many generations of people not really looking outside their personal bubble. They appeared that they did. They they wanted us to think that they did. But in reality, they didn't. So, many of us are there. Awesome. High five. You have now, you are on the first step of higher consciousness. You are outside of your personal bubble. Ah, but there's so much going on. So much happening. What can we, what do we do about all this? Once we step outside of our bubble. Hmm. Remember, your thoughts become your become words, your words become actions. You can keep it as simple as that for right now, if you choose. Remember, with all the podcasts, with all the meditations, take what you need and leave the rest. So we can stop right there. We can remember that our thoughts become our words and our words become our actions. And you can just sit with that for a moment. And let's break that down, though. Our thoughts. I'm not ignorant to what is going on in the world. Um, But I just see things differently. I focus my thoughts on, okay, there is a lot of sadness, pain, conspiracy, fear, um, karma all playing out. 
I focus my thoughts on how can this play out for the better? How can this, how can all of this turmoil change society for the better? The yin and the yang, no matter if there's time between it. So I focus on, oh, okay, we are going to hopefully really pay attention to what's going on with the planet now. We're really going to pay attention to the school systems, all the systems that clearly do not work and haven't worked in a long time. Now we are all going to be paying attention and hopefully working together. And my list can go on and on. I think of the great stuff that now so many people are waking up to things. We're realizing that we do need to focus on our physical, our mental, emotional, our spiritual. Just that in itself can create so much beautiful possible changes that for each individual kind of looking at that for their own self, just doing that creates a vibration out there that can be positive. I like to think that there's a lot more positive things happening in the world than what is projected on the television or your news feed or what have you. So those are my thoughts. I really do think quite often about all the amazing possibilities that can come out of today's world. Keeps my vibes up, keeps me focused, keeps me in a place of I'm not really fearful because why? I'm looking at the great end game. So then my actions. My actions are usually, when we're talking about this, not your normal day-to-day brushing your teeth, going to work, doing, you know, going to the grocery store. Um, Even though that's a part of it, your vibrations can amplify out. If you turn up your radio dial, that frequency, um, if you just smile at people. But in regards to this, actions, prayer and meditation. So my thoughts are of gratitude. I'm grateful for where I am right now. I'm grateful for what is happening in the world because of the possibilities that it can produce. my actions, prayer, meditation, this can heighten your level of consciousness. Simple example. A lot more people did start praying. I, I believe in prayer. I think it's wonderful. And whenever somebody asks me, you know, what can I pray for you? Oh, I take it. I love, I love prayers for me. I love praying for others. Um, so 
also a level of higher consciousness when you're in prayer and you're doing your standard, I'm praying for my family, I'm praying for my loved ones, I'm praying for this, I'm praying for the nation, I'm praying for the world, you're praying, praying, and then all of a sudden, you remember a person you saw at the grocery store that you were, in your mind you thought, oh, they need a prayer. So you pray for that person, even if you don't know them. Or in the middle of prayer, Aunt Susie is normally not on your list, and all of a sudden Aunt Susie pops into your mind. Oh, I should pray for Aunt Susie. I don't know what's going on with her, but I'm going to pray for her. That is a high, higher consciousness. It's a simple example, and everybody thinks, oh, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. I want to be higher in my consciousness. I, I personally will not understand that because you're praying for someone else. That is, that it, there's pretty much nothing better than that. No matter if you can do all the tricks or not, there's pretty much nothing better than that. Same as in meditation. You could be uh, in a meditation and some kind of clarity comes. Clarity for your own personal life, clarity for the outside of your bubble. A little nugget of truth that then you start researching and you're, you, you find that that is what you believe. That came from a higher level, level of consciousness just because you allowed yourself to sit and breathe and calm down and be open to receiving, you did receive. That's a higher level of consciousness. Many times I will say, um, <laughs> when we're driving a car, um, a lot of us do the conversations in our heads when we're driving our cars, or we are thinking about something in the past, or a memory comes back to us um, that's either painful or joyous. That is also semi of a form of higher consciousness. I don't say meditate while you're driving, but it's because driving is so automatic, which I do want to put out there. More people need to start paying attention to their driving, but it tends to happen to us because we are humans having human experiences. Um, that's also somewhat of a state of higher consciousness because the thoughts that come in kind of out of nowhere, which speaking to enough people, I do know that it happens a lot while we're driving, <laughs> um, probably cause we're alone. You know, if we're in the car alone, we're, we're alone with ourselves, which is awesome. Um, not awesome that that only seems to happen when we're driving, but, um, at least we do get a moment alone. Those thoughts, those can be like your your higher self saying, hey, do, 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 you got to look at that. These are all forms of higher consciousness. I think we live in a world today that um, we want to make everything very complex. We want to... Um, 
turn everything into this big, huge uh, experience. And it can happen. But not if we don't even have the fundamentals. And like I said at the beginning, I think the more that we delve into developing higher states of consciousness, um, we lose the point. And that's why I'm sending this message out. So, okay, now some of the listeners might be saying, well, who are you to speak of this stuff? Um, honestly, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to answer that question. Um, what I do know, um, because I think we can all speak on stuff. Um, what I do know is that I, I, I do have the capability of having what most people would consider consider higher state of consciousness. Um, I am a psychic. I can communicate telepathically. I do remote viewing. I also am allowed to enter into the Akashic records. Um, there's many things that I am capable of doing. So I do understand the different... Um, the different goals that people have in mind. And I guess that's why I'm, I'm giving this message is because a lot of people that I talk to, they want to have those goals, the abilities that I, that I, that I have. And I'm all for it. More the merrier. The more we can communicate on one playing field, that's awesome to me. But I tend to notice that the reason they want to do this or um, their motives are just not, not, they're not of love. Their, their motives tend to, definitely at the beginning of a spiritual journey, their motives are to get all the answers and, you know, uh, curiosity uh, it's not for service to anyone else it's not it's not necessarily in love especially people that are starting out to try to get to the Akashic records um, I will say uh, this year in particular has been vastly different um, going to the records because there are so many people trying to get in. Um, you do have to. Um, they're not just going to let everybody in. <laughs> I don't. It's I. I don't know how to. Uh, I don't want to say too much because it's a completely different dimensional higher conscious. Also, I mean you're traveling dimensionally. Here's the deal, though. Like. When I started uh, learning and studying and working towards being able to go to the Akashic realm, um, I had to work on so much stuff that, you know, my guides and the celestial beings there would say, uh, you know, I would kind of hang out, let's say, maybe in the courtyard area. I'm not trying to go into description 
Um, and they would say, okay, for the next three weeks, go do this. And I'd be thinking, why am I doing this? Why am I doing all these weird little things that they're telling me to do? Well, jump forward, you know, years, and I'm not saying it took me years, but um, jump forward, I knew, oh, that little task that they wanted me to do every single day for three weeks, and then another thing, and then another thing, it was to cleanse me of um, having any judgments or um, having, so I would be pure of heart while I was there. And while mostly that I walk here on this plane, um, when I say not have any judgments. I am not saying that I am perfect. If you're driving like a crazy person on the road, um, I'm going to judge. <laughs> I'm going to judge. If you're, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm a human. But when I am in the records, there is absolutely no judgment. Um, but that was, I had to be stripped of all those concepts, all these uh, concepts that I was raised with. So, um, that was another little footnote that I guess I put, that I'm putting in there that I didn't write down really. Um, that what I'm trying to get to is, and this will all be summed up in the end of why this is making, why all this will make sense is we forget the basics because we're so enthralled with, Oh, higher conscious level. I will be able to X, Y, and Z. I could shoot fire out of my hand if I chose to. That's, you know, like, um, I can manifest anything. I can, there's a lot of stuff that, um, we, we want, but it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's coming from a heart centered place. Um, a lot of people are waking up to the concept of the matrix. And this is where this podcast is really going to get into this. <laughs> I've been kind of going off on side notes, which I apologize for. Um, a lot of people are waking up to the matrix. Yes. Okay. So this is how I'm going to break a lot of things down as to how, why we need to keep it simple. So the matrix, is it, does it exist? Yes, we're in a matrix. There you go. We're in a matrix. I don't know how much that matters. Oh, I just... <laughs> I just broke everybody's <laughs> it doesn't really matter it doesn't none of none of that matters um there's a few reasons why okay so I'm a human I believe I have some kind of spirit in me I believe I this and that right I'm I'm a human now just waking up to this is all a matrix there are the reptilians out there. This is all a matrix. 
which my husband, I do have to say, just explained to me two nights ago that somehow the blue pill is over time, the movie, The Matrix, you were were supposed to actually take the blue pill to step out of The Matrix, but now it's been reversed and we're all telling ourselves that we're taking the red pill to step out of The Matrix. I don't know. He explained to me that it all became like political stuff over time. Yeah, that's how much I'm disconnected, people. So... Uh, the matrix it does exist it always has and it always will okay um but does that matter when we wake up to the fact that mm, none of this is really what it appears to be are we still here though Are we still moving about in the world? When you talk to grandma, is she talking about the matrix? No. When we're moving about in the world, those people are living in that experience. So if all the people around us many of our loved ones are living in that experience, doesn't it make make it somewhat real for us as well? Because we care for them. So even in our minds, oh, none of this is real. Is it really for us? Because we still have to communicate and operate and move about in it. And then coming back to what matters. How we get our frequency up, send our vibrations out. Love on that grandmother that is fearful right now. Because she has no idea about a matrix. And it's not really our place to tell grandma about the matrix. It is our place to love. It is our place to love on all of them. So it's kind of twofold now, isn't it? We know that none of this is actually real. But yet it is for us still because we're living in it. We're communicating about it. We're sending love out to it. If the matrix and everything that's going on is the reality for so many people, then it is then it is a form of reality. And we have to be mindful of this.
So then we talk about, okay, well, higher consciousness to break free of the matrix, right? The whole being able to be interdimensional um, in the physical, the spiritual, all the above, um, they have these abilities to be present in the 5D, moving out of the 3D. Fit, that means third dimension, fifth dimension. My goal right now is I'm, 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 str- I'm stretching myself to the ninth, okay? I'm still here, though. I'm still a part of this world. I just see things vastly different. And that's what everybody's goals are usually. Let's get to a high conscious level so we can get to the 5D, the 7D, the 9D. It's actually not that hard. It is very, very simple. But I do want to stress again that even if we know that, oh, this is all the matrix... I would say a large percentage of everyone else in our life is not there with that. So therefore, we're not fully out of the matrix. We send love to the matrix. We send love to those people. And that is the point I'm trying to make. So as I have explained, I am able to exist in different dimensions, different planes. And what I have learned through all my travels, because I am a traveler. um, Oh, that's my dog snoring. (laughs) Um, The only thing that truly exists The only thing that actually is present and exists, the only reality, is love. It is the only reality there is. Everything else is another dimension. Everything else is another form of a matrix. The only thing that exists is love. Now let's look at that in very simple simple terms as what we know of our human experience here on earth in this in the playing field that we've been presented. Look at it from just your life. Most of us we have lost possessions somewhere along the line. I have a dear friend who her house burnt down at the beginning of COVID. She lost everything. And there was no work. There was nothing happening. She lost everything she owned and her beloved animal. We lose things. We have to say goodbye to our loved ones when they pass. In everything we know, 
Jobs come and go. Possessions come and go. Our loved ones come and go. What is there, though, and continues to be there after, the, after everything is gone, is love. It is consistent. It is present. It is everlasting. So someone might say, well, then that means hate or pain or sorrow is also everlasting because there cannot be one without the other. Ah, I will tell you in higher consciousness levels, you realize, no, it doesn't have to be that way. There can truly just be love. And we can see the examples in our own life. I have been full of anger. <laughs> I have been, I, hate's a pretty big word, but yeah, I have hate people. And it all goes away. It all goes away. It does not exist anymore. Especially when love is present. Now, I am not necessarily a Christian, but I, I did study the Bible quite extensively. I study a lot of material quite extensively. I, I, would, I would love most people to do that. But in there, we all, most of us know the, the, the concept of the mustard seed. Christ said, if you even have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move this mountain. Here's the point I'm trying to make. There actually is no mountain. If you are full of love, faith, believing, love, that love is the only true existence. Love is what we can offer. Love is what we can do. That love is the only true existence to any higher level of consciousness. Then you will also understand that there actually is no mountain. You can come to understand that. Because all things, all things can be done through love. And when you are solely based in love, heart-centered, you will see there is no mountain for me to climb. I just am. So that's the point of this message. To keep it so very simple, but yet we complicate it. There is only love. There is only love. Please, my fellow star seeds, light workers, healers, my fellow human beings, know 
that there is only love. Be that love. Shine that love. Put your hand to your heart and say, I am love. So that was the point to this very long podcast. Please keep it simple. The simpler you keep it, the higher you go. I love you all so dearly. Namaste.